what I have focused on is computer science education. I think every child should have access to coding at school, and we don't have that in California. I think it's maybe less than half of high schools offer computer science. Wow. And this is California, right? But they're not being trained to do to be the creators of technology in the future. And I've always been about empowering young people to be able to create and to be future entrepreneurs and engineers. That's been my focus. And, and so last year in the budget, we did get some funding for like computer science. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Sacktown Talks. Today, we're glad to be joined again by Assemblywoman Luz Rivas. Luz, thanks for joining us. How's it going? It's all going well. Yeah, Thank I'm, you. I'm glad you could make the, the walk over here today. You avoided the, the rain, hopefully. And, yes, uh, I see trees down nice. along the way, but it's, I'm glad it's not You know, raining. it was the construction at first that made it difficult, but now you're right. Yeah, it's kind of like mm -hmm. a, a video game, like Frogger, right? You got to jump yes. over the tree. Uh, avoid the rain. So <laughs> yes, a lot of streets closed and blocked. And exactly. So. Not not easy uh, being a member today uh, when you have to walk <laughs> from the new building to the Capitol and back yes. and forth. Yeah. Right. People want like a little shuttle or like uh, golf carts. Exactly. You're gonna need like mm -hmm. a covered, you know, umbrellas, sergeants with umbrellas. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's difficult. So a new week, a new year. So kind of how's, how's your year started off, and kind of what are some of the things you you've gotten into so far this year? Yeah, so far so good. Uh, you know, I'm excited. I represent a new district now. Uh, it's yeah, let's hear about that. 70% of my old district. So it's I'm from the San Fernando Valley mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. It's where I grew up. Uh, so it's it's great to represent, you know, my home, my community. Mm -hmm. uh, but most of it is the same. So like what, what cities embody the San Fernando um, Valley? It's, it's, it's all the city of Los Angeles uh -huh. and the city of San Fernando. Okay. Uh, but within the city of Los Angeles, there's communities that, you know, like, Pacoima, North Hollywood, Silmar, Sun Valley, and they're all communities of L.A. Oh, so they're not cities. They're no. communities. Okay. I mean, people, we refer to them as cities, um, but they're actually communities of the city of Los Angeles. You know, okay, our, our mayor is Mayor Bass. You right. Know, so, oh. yeah. So you have parts of Hollywood? North Hollywood. North Hollywood. North okay. Hollywood, yeah. And then just up, up above there. To Silmar, which the northern city of L.A. limits. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice, mm -hmm. nice. Don't know a lot of the movie stars live there now, don't they? Is that the place to be? I uh, don't no. not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> not in my district, no, but yeah, just, yeah. Just wanna, Encino, where's where's that? Is oh, that that's city? another part of the San no. Fernando Valley. Okay. Jesse Gabriel, Assemblymember Gabriel, yeah. represents. He's got that part. He lives okay. there too. Yeah. So. So there's there's yeah. two San Fernando Valleys. Yes, yeah. I'm the other. Okay. <laughs> San Fernando. All right. The better part. <laughs> the va you know they used to make fun of the valley. Is it still that way? I don't know, but yeah, when I was a kid, you know, because of that film, um, the movie Valley Girl, right. is that what it's called? Or yeah. the way people Are you talked. A valley girl? I'm from the valley. Yeah. I'm a valley girl. Wow. Yeah, definitely a valley girl. In embody that, right? <laughs> yes. I own it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh so you know, today we we had the the big budget announcement. Uh, Governor Newsom came out with his uh, unveiling of his of his January budget. Kind of you had time to digest it and kind of look at it. I saw you tweet some thoughts already. So yes, I'm thinking maybe I have. I mean, my my priorities um, have been and continue to be, you know, homelessness. Mm -hmm. You know, it's um, I think the number one priority in the state, right. but especially for the county and city of Los Angeles. Um, and you know, of course, the environment and climate, because I'm chair of natural resources, right. always follow those investments. 
Um, and so I, I know a little bit so far. I've been in meetings, but have talked. I talked to the governor's staff earlier about the natural resources budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my team and I talked about um, homelessness. Right. And we have plans to introduce legislation um, with a group of advocates um, focused on accountability and and homelessness funding. I thought that, I thought that was interesting because he like he, in his in his budget he talked about I guess accountability of the funds like mm-hmm. tracking them or keeping you know tabs on them and that's something you kind of mentioned in your tweet too of yes. accountability is key and it's kind of interesting is like in this last election cycle we've had a lot of people trying to push funding for homelessness and stuff like that and it's kind of come to this point where we've had all the money and we still haven't like made a dent in it so maybe money's not the problem kind of what. What is the solution, um, you know, given that we've spent all this money and doesn't seem to help at all? Like, what what is the key solution kind of well, dealing with this? I think one thing, I, I think the money has helped, mm-hmm. um, but the issue is, uh, you know, homelessness. More more people are falling into homelessness, right? So um, I have visited in my district and in Los Angeles, um, you know, success stories right. of formerly homeless individuals and families that are now permanently housed um, so, you know, w- there's lots of great organizations and, you know, city and county working together, um, you know, to get people housed. Right. But it's still visible to us. Right. We drive under a freeway overpass and we see homeless encampments there. Right. Right. So our constituents and I think a lot of legislators here feel like, wait, I, I still see it. So it doesn't feel like this funding is being well spent. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, this, it just, I think it, this problem requires all of us to be working together. You know, the state, like yesterday I met with, um, the, our new mayor's team, Mayor Bass mm-hmm. from the city of LA. Um, and that's one of her number one priorities is working on homelessness. Um, and she wants to work with state legislators, um, to see how, you know, we can collaborate. Right. You know, it's, it, there's always this talk about homelessness and housing and they kind of go, yes. kind of go hand in hand. And it was always kind of tough for me to put together of like, how's this homeless person going to get a house? Uh, yeah. But then somebody explained to me, it's kind of like, there's like a backlog, right? Of, mm-hmm. of homes. And so there's people living in apartments now that want to move into a home, but they can't afford one or mm-hmm. they can't find one. Mm-hmm. And so now they're living in an apartment and basically the apartments have a trickle down effect where the people, the homeless people who could afford maybe a low income apartment, there's no vacancies because- mm-hmm. That's being taken by someone in this kind of backlog who's looking to move up yeah. the housing pyramid. We definitely have a you know housing production issue, <laughs> right? right? Like, oh, we ha- we're not building right. enough housing. Um, um, some of my colleagues, you know, have focused um, their you know their work here in Sacramento on housing production, right? Right, and uh, uh, and because that's part of the issue, right? California's not building enough mm-hmm. housing, and sometimes it's cities that don't want it, or you know, residents. But it's not all. That's not always the case. Right. I think. Well, and it's tough because, it like, you know, it, supplies and land is expensive, right? Yes. And we had this great inflation and things like that. So it's not, you know, interest rates are really high. So it's yeah. definitely. In my district, in like in Los Angeles, the part of L.A. that I represent is is cheaper relative, mm-hmm. you know, to the rest of the city. Right. Um, so we do get a lot of. So how much how much is a home in your, in your district? Like a oh, three bedroom, two bath? Like, like 700000 750 Right. But it's low compared yeah. to the rest of the city. <laughs> two, three, um, four, I remember when I used to million, think yeah. that was like, wow, you're a millionaire if you own that. Right. Um, and now, you know, homes, yeah, seven fifties. You know, condos maybe for 600 
Which is crazy, mm-hmm. like at that price at six, seven percent interest if you have good credit. Yeah. You know, that's just, you know, yeah. not affordable, no, right? Like, and, and what a lot of people in my district or families do in my district, mm-hmm. there's multiple families in one single family home. Right. So they're not, they're, they're called single family homes, but there's three families right. that live in one and just, uh, you know, share the mortgage payment. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Um, you know, as, as you kind of talked about, you've been reappointed chair of natural resources. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, kind of what, what led you to kind of have interest in that committee and kind of, you know, draws you to kind of be the chair there? Um, you know, it's this committee has a, a large jurisdiction. Mm. And, and I think yeah, one, it's a very broad term, natural resources. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it's a big committee mm. uh, that, um, like I said, the jurisdiction, I think, are very important issue areas. Uh, in our state, you know, California has led on climate legislation. Um, the world looks at what California is doing. Right. Um, when I visited um, uh, the UN Climate Change Conference, I went to Scotland last year or two years, almost two years ago. Uh, other countries wanted to meet with California. Right. You know, we're like a subnational. We're not representing the United States, but our delegation, uh, you know, they want to meet with us because they want to know what's next. Um, they follow legislation from California um, on anything environmental or in climate. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I think that's what makes it exciting is that I feel like, you know, we're we set the the tone for the nation right. on what's next. You know, it's interesting. You were talking to Melissa Hurtado a couple of weeks ago and she was just coming back from Egypt from one of those. Oh, conferences. yes. Yes. And we're like, so does anybody have any great ideas out there? Anybody else in the world like saying like, you know, any answers out there? And she's like, no, they're all looking to us for answers. And yes. Like, well, mm hmm. We should have yeah. the conference here then. Yeah. So it's um it I think I realized it back then yeah. when I went and I didn't go to Egypt this year for that, but in Scotland, uh it was eye opening for mm-hmm. me that they're just like, Okay, what are you doing? What's right. next? And they know a lot about what we've done over the years. Right. You know, even before I was here, right? I mean, you know, legislation climate bills you know, over the last maybe fifteen years, I'll wow. say. So I guess for our listeners who don't know, um, you went to MIT, right? Yes. And you have an engineering background. Mm-hmm. Electrical engineering. Electrical engineering background. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a very technical background. You know this stuff. So when you're like analyzing a lot of this green energy stuff, are you able to kind of like, I guess, do like some math and, and look <laughs> at it and be like, you know, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, instead of doodling, I'm writing right. equations on the bill like, analysis. There's like this great YouTube channel. There's like this guy who does engineering explained. Oh, and he'll really? look like a, like a Tesla semi. Like, does a Tesla semi make sense? And he'll mm-hmm. do like all the math and look at the battery and the <laughs> kilowatt per hours and compare yeah. it to diesel and yeah. cost breakdowns. And, you know, it's a nice little 10 minute video. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. Like, do you do stuff like that? Are you able to kind of look at the, um, the levels? And- yeah, not all the time, you know, but you do. I think, you know, being trained as an engineer mm-hmm. and, and, and I was an engineer professionally, too, out of college. Um, you know, I think we think differently, right? right? More uh, logical and there's a process for everything. Right. Um, and so I think I, I do bring that to the legislature. Yeah, because like, I don't know, it always seems like maybe some of the stuff that we're always being sold is kind of like snake oil. Like, oh. you know, we're always talking about like, oh, yeah, solar, wind, uh, yeah. hydrogen, natural gas. Like, you know, what's the answer? Nuclear, like, what's the answer? Yeah, and, like, and, and I, sometimes I do feel that. And yeah. the, last year there were some bills that, you know, propose a solution. And I'm like, right. would that actually work? Like, or that might be too expensive. Right. And um, for or the return, we weren't, we're not going to get our return on the investment. 
right? And so I think of what goes into, you know, building and constructing things and how much I think it would be and how complicated it is. Right. Like, yeah. And then the I'm like, oh, for this it, right? little, you know, what's the output? Hardly right. anything. That's how I think sometimes. So I'm like, like, no, it sounds great. You know, people are like, it sounds great. I'm like, but does it work? Is it effective? Yeah. You know, it's like, just a lot of money or or we have to change policy for this. Yeah. And it's, especially on green, green energy, there's like always two sides. And, you know, you know you're always like, OK, who are you funded by? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, what's and, the truth and that's here? the thing. It's also <laughs> thinking about that. Wait, why are they coming to me? Right. Um, you know, what's in it for them? And and I understand, you know, a business, any type of business, their goal is uh, to be know, in business, to be right? in business and to make money. Right. I don't blame them. You know, but then I think our job as legislate legislators is to, you know, take all of that information mm. and and make decisions based on, well, I know why this company wants this yeah. because they don't want to go out of business. But that's not the right thing for California. Right. And it seems right? like we have it's these not- like two competing agendas, right? Like we want to be green and, and clean and independent. Um and there's a belief that maybe we could do that tomorrow if there wasn't enough will and enough buy-in. Like maybe we could be as comfortable and happy as we are today with this kind of new technology. And then there's another argument of it's not even possible. Like mm-hmm. it's pie in the sky. Like yeah, we're trying to get there, but it's not. It's not feasible today. Yeah. Well, I remember when I was in in college when we would talk about electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. They seemed impossible. They seemed yeah. like that's going to take so long, right? right. I mean, now people have EVs and chargers and, you know, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's just kind of like, you know, I just, you know, we were talking with Damon Connolly earlier, like, you know, the Ford F-150 Lightning or whatever, like all of us up here had our power out, right? And yeah, how, that could power your house. Yeah. And right? like everyone's trying to get generators or trying to figure that out. And it just, you know, it's an impossible task. But if I could just plug my my car in and it could power my house or I could drive somewhere at the same time. Like mm-hmm. how convenient, like why isn't every electric car like that? Doesn't that solve like a lot of our, our grid issues in, in some senses? Yeah. Every electric car was a, a battery backup as well. Yes, I so, agree. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's a lot of interesting stuff out there. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're, we're solving some issues, but then maybe creating new ones, mm-hmm. you know, like I think I was just talking to my team about electric vehicle batteries right. and the need to have a, some way of recycling them, mm-hmm. you know, soon, you know, with, um, increase in EVs, um, you know, we're going to have these batteries right. that don't work anymore. What are we going to do with them? Right. right. And what do people do? There is, no, there aren't any programs right now to recycle them mm-hmm. or are they recyclable? You know, it, all these questions that w- we're, we're solving one issue, but right. then creating like, another. Are, are we solving one? Just yeah, like one you know, we're moving. We're yeah. moving, and I mean, but that's what's fun about this work, mm-hmm. right? That's what I like. No, yeah. no, definitely. So you know, committees what start up in March. You guys are probably getting together now, kind of working on your agendas. Kind of, what are some of the stuff you guys are talking about? Or, or advocates are coming to you right now, saying like, you know, this is our top priority, or this is what needs to be you yeah. know, worked well, on this session. So far. Um, you know, I I have worked on extreme heat, you mm-hmm. know, on legislation and creating a program for the state. Um, I've heard some of the funding was cut in the budget, reduced. Right. Um, so I definitely, that's one of the first things I want to look at um, because then the summer comes and, you know, we're not now prepared we're all, for that. Hot, you know, yeah. I mean, all these extreme weather events, right. I think that California is experiencing, um, you know, we have to have a program to respond. Right. You know, uh, and also... You know, for a long time, people had worked on wildfire resili- resiliency. Um, you know, this season, fortunately, we didn't have a big wildfire 
a huge one like right. we did in the past, but we doesn't mean we shouldn't forget, you know, we, we still need to be prepared, right? Because right? sometimes it doesn't happen and then we just move on to the next issue. And then when it's happening, then we go back and try to, oh, what are we going to do, right? right? So yeah. I think, um, you know, I've heard a lot from advocates about their concern in California not investing enough in climate solutions, um, you know, because, you know, obviously we could be, Which is in, crazy, right? we could be in a recession, <laughs> you know, and right. I think we're getting used to these huge surpluses, mm-hmm. right? And and now they're getting worried, like, what's going to happen? Right. You know, are we going to go back? We're, gonna, we're not going to reach our goals that we've set for our state. Well, I guess that's interesting. Like the legislative analyst just came out with a report saying just that, right? Like mm-hmm. we're way off from where we want to be and where we are. And yes. I, I don't know if you've you yeah. know, taken a look at that report, but kind of. What are some of your thoughts on that? Yeah. And, you know, I think that's what like these advocates that I've been talking to are concerned that, you know, we were supposed to be here by 2030 or Mm -hmm. by 2035 and we're not going to make it. And but uh, we're behind already. And if we stop investing, you know, and, and prioritizing climate in our budget, we're not, you know, we're we're not going to get there. Right. It's going to be much longer. And I think that's where the pressure comes in because the world does look at us as, let's see, if they can reach these goals, right? right? Um, And it's not just for our state. And sometimes I think we're here in Sacramento. When I'm in the capital, I'm just thinking of California and my district or Southern California, Los Angeles. But what we end up doing affects what others, other decisions Right. That other lawmakers in other states or other countries, you know, they they base their decisions a lot on what California does right. in, on climate. Yeah. So like uh, cap and trade was supposed to raise, I guess, a lot of money, right, to help yeah. pay for some of these programs. I guess is is cap and trade not performing as as well as we'd we'd hope, or I don't think so. Um, um, that's my impression. Yeah. You know, I wasn't here when we voted on it. Right. I I came into it. Um, have just recently learned more about right. how it all works. Um, and I think back then when they initially, when they did it, they thought, okay, this is the solution. Right. But I think that teaches, we always have to come back and like, okay, that didn't work or it's not working like we thought it would. What can we do now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of a cool thing. Like we were just talking off camera about how you've been here for five years now, right? Almost. Yes. And so I guess when you're just first started, is that when governor Brown did SB? 100 as was yes, that just yes because you came in in, yeah, in june, june of right? 2018 um and yes you gave that impassioned speech about how we're all doomed <laughs> and, you know. yeah and i was just like where's the bathroom i don't know where i am and also yeah you know when you start when you're a brand new legislator mm-hmm. you're just trying to navigate right the whole process and you know what you're supposed to do here and then but you're also in real time, listening to what the policy and like at that time, Governor right. Brown and others, you know, were focused on. So. Yeah, he had a big agenda. He did cap and trade. He did yeah. the SB 100. Uh, and it doesn't seem like since since SB 100, like they've done executive orders, things like that. But there hasn't been kind of like a monumental legislative yeah. focus on that. Well, I think I think sometimes, you know, legislators try, but I think this governor you know, they like to do it right. through their powers right. or their, their, yeah. It's like the air resources board. Does it yes. Yeah. yeah. Regulatory, you know, mm-hmm. they do it. We do things now more via regulatory, uh, you know, commissions. Right. Um, and 
maybe the governor's office mm-hmm. in partnership with right. some legislators. And yeah. I think from my impression before, and this is like when I entered, was one, you know, maybe they'd come to a state senator or assembly member and say, oh, we think you should do this. And right. they would take the lead. Yeah. yeah. You know, you were talking about how like people are coming to you and saying, hey, we need to invest more in in basically our green agenda or whatever. Kind of in, in your opinion, in your you know expertise as, as being a chair these last couple of years, if, you know, in the budget, like what should we focus? Like what has the highest return on investment for our tax dollars and kind of this, this green space to kind of get us where we need to go? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, you know, after we, you know, we passed the Diablo Canyon, you know, to mm-hmm. keep Diablo Canyon open last year, um, it made me think, you know, are we going to be in the same situation in 2030, which right. we, we just yeah, voted. Yeah, what's going to change? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't vote for it, but um, the legislature voted to extend um, Diablo to 2030. Um, and one of the issues I had is like, what are we doing differently? Mm-hmm. And, you know, along with some other issues I had with it. Uh, but, you know, it made me think about that, like our energy needs, transmission, um, and, you know, what are we going to do between now and 2030? Right. Um, and I think we should be investing in that now, because even if you have renewable energy like, you know, offshore wind on the central coast, if you can't transmit it down to Southern California or, you know, there's other challenges, right, right. that they have with that, uh, we need to invest in that infrastructure, I think. And so you think it's more, it's not more of a transmission issue, it's more of a, a infrastructure transferring, I guess, the ability to move the power. Um, to where it's generated. For, for some, I guess it depends on yeah. which type of what energy, you know, renewable energy source we're talking about. But um, from what I've heard and learned mm-hmm. along the way, um, I think we do have some of those issues. And oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, another kind of issue with with kind of natural resource, of course, is water. And today we're awash in it, right? Uh, it's everywhere. We have too much of it. Um, are we capturing it? Yeah. Right? Are, are we, we capturing yeah. storm water? How, yeah. How's our store? Like, I guess our, our water storage looking and, you know, is that something that uh, has been prioritized and, and kind of a lot of talk about the infrastructure to the water storage is something that yeah. maybe something we haven't invested in in the past. No, I agree. I mean, I, the, it, the natural resources committee in the assembly doesn't have water mm-hmm. under its jurisdiction right. and the Senate, it does. Uh, so we have a separate committee on right. water okay. um, and in the assembly. Uh, but, you know, it's important, like locally in L.A., we a lot of people talk about that, right. about, you know, like the L.A. Times, you know, we just there was an article like, why aren't we capturing this water? It, we're letting it go to the ocean. Right. Um, you know, and we complain that we don't get enough rain. Um, and so I, I think and now we those, complain we have too much. <laughs> yes. And now it's too much. Right. I remember, you know, so, you know, you know, we have to think of both extremes, right. I guess. Um I know in, in last session, you did a bill on toxic lead pipes. Is that, oh. is that right? Yes. Yes. In, in home. Can you tell us a little bit about that legislation, kind of what you've done to kind of address yeah, that issue? So that was, um, that bill would have required water agencies to notify the residents when they're replacing um, these toxic lead mm-hmm. lines. You know, they don't always notify the households. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also leave, they only do like the, the, like the public side, I guess right. the, and not like the internal to, you know, in, inside the house, right. you know, under. So, uh, you know, we just want, you know, people to be notified and for them to do that. 
Wow. Yeah, but it didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> so is that something you're looking to bring back this year? Or? Um, I don't think this year. Yeah. You know, we have to work more on that issue. Right. You know, there's challenges that come along, like any other bill right. that's controversial. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to dig the pipe up, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, there's always an issue. Yeah. I know education has always been, you know, something you focused on um, is important. And it seems like in the budget, at least, you know, that's yes. going to be a priority that's also of the governor's kind of. What are some of your thoughts on on education, the state of we are right now, and kind of yeah. our look at the funding and kind of what, what needs to be done? Well, what I have focused on is computer science education. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everyone's coding, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously because of my background right. and, uh, you know, I think every child should have access to coding at school. Right. And we don't have that in California. I think it's maybe less than half of high schools offer computer science. Wow. Um, and this is California, right? Where, where, yeah, where like Silicon kids have Valley. like tablets, mm-hmm. right? But they're not being trained to mm-hmm. do to be the creators of technology in the future. Right. They just use it. Um, and I've always been about empowering young people to be able to create and and to be future entrepreneurs and engineers and scientists, whatever, uh, all of that. So uh, that's been my focus and. Uh, and so last year in the budget, we did get some funding for like computer science, you know, training for teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also focused on climate change education. You know, kids want to learn right. about climate change. Like when I went to the conference in Scotland, the UN climate change, there was young people protesting because they don't, yeah. they don't, they want to know more. Little Greta, right? She's- yeah. She's what, you know, they're the, the youth are the reason that we are, they're holding us accountable. Right. Right. And but there was I I remember seeing some young people like we need to learn about this more Mm -hmm. in school. They want, you know, so when I see young people that want to learn about something, I get excited as an educator because you want them to be excited when they're sitting in the classroom. Yeah. Right. And so I have a bill. I will bring it back this year on, you know, requiring climate change, a course in in climate change. You know, it's so interesting because like, yeah, when I I remember being young and there was like always like a talk about like a home ec class or like auto shop and things like that. I guess Mm -hmm. that's kind of like antiquated now, right? Yeah, they got rid, they gutted all of those shops, right? right? I think even like driver's ed, someone came in here and said, we don't even get driver's ed. No, we used Um, used to be free. Right. It used to be part of the curriculum. Exactly. But yeah, I guess the world, world changes, right? Yeah. uh, You know, we don't need to drive anymore. We need to figure out how to code, right? Yeah. No, and a lot of young people I hear don't want cars. They just take Uber everywhere. Yeah. Public, tra- well, public tra- transportation, I'm all about. Right? Right. I would love if we had a subway that took us everywhere. Yeah. Like, on the East Coast, like New York City. San Francisco just opened oh, one, mm-hmm. right? That's true. After 30 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it's probably. L.A. has one allegedly, right? Yeah, it's there. Yeah, and people do use it, right? <laughs> I wish, but you know, for how big the city is, you're right. not, you know, it's well, hard. It's amazing. Someone uh, on Twitter, I saw a map and it showed like uh, Europe and mm-hmm. all their rail systems. Mm-hmm. And it was just like all the lines and it was just covered with lines. You couldn't mm-hmm. see anything else in the, <laughs> the United States. And there was like 10 lines over the entire country. And yeah. You're like, is that possible? Is that real? And you're like, yeah, I guess that's bizarre yeah. right you know like, but i mean it's there's like i know in los angeles like oil companies bought up a lot of these trolleys and mm-hmm. different right. public transportation rail that existed a long time ago right and so that we would buy more cars 
And it worked, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it did. Everybody has a car and yeah. everyone feels they need a car. Right. Yeah. And yeah. when you want to go somewhere, it's pretty easy just to, mm-hmm. you know, get in and go. Mm-hmm. Uh so new year, new session, uh with language deadlines coming up this week, and then you got the bill introduction deadline kind of what's the package? What are you looking at and uh what are you excited about? Yeah, still, you know, looking into finalizing the package. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously like I said, homelessness is a priority, climate change education. Uh, you know, looking at, you know, some natural resources uh, related bills, uh, you know, those are the issue areas that I work on. Yeah. Do you, As a chair, do you carry your own natural resources bill or just like committee bills or? There, we have a committee bill that mm-hmm. we usually do. Um, I try, I think as chair of natural resources, I try to help the other members, right. you know, with their bills more, um, you know, make sure they're successful. Right. Um, you know, in, you know, assembly members and the senators, you know, when they come, the bills come to mm-hmm. us. So have you introduced any bills yet or not yet? No not bill yet. numbers, just no patient veteran over here. Yeah. You know, I'm you, like, no, I don't need to, yeah, I don't, I don't need, need the AB press release. Right. Yeah. Or AB one and, you know, or I'm getting started right away. You know, right. I, yeah. I think this time taking my time, making sure that what I put out is what we want to do, right. you know, more thoughtful. But, you know, as I remember as a new legislator feeling that I have to put something out now. Right. And now I don't feel that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, so kind of what I guess what's this next kind of month look like for you then? Ooh, uh, like I just, you know, I'm already getting calls from legislators that are introducing natural resources mm-hmm. bills. Oh, check um, yeah. They want to where where would you be? Yeah. And uh, and so meeting with people. Um, seeing who the new committee members will be. Right. Um, we have some open slots, and actually, t- today I don't know who's. Do going you to have be. input on that? Does a speaker come to you? And be Sometimes, like, yeah. Like think? yesterday, he called me yeah. and asked me about, you know, so and so is interested. Are you okay with this member? You're like, sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes, yeah. You know, or, um, you know, I have. I've only been committee chair for two years, and the committee was, you know, we didn't have any vacancies. How big is your committee? I mean. Oh, God. Is it thir- wait, 11 or 13? Oh my God, why do I forget How many this? votes do you need to get out? <laughs> I know, yeah, that's when I know. Yeah, yeah, right now I'm like, wait, how many committee members do we Right. Yeah. But I think it's funny, it's like there's like the shrinking number of Republicans, right? Mm-hmm. But they seem to have the same number of seats on the committees. Yeah, there's and always so a vice like chair. All these Republicans are like having so many committees probably because there's yes. not enough of them to go They around. have a lot of committees <laughs> yeah. and, and they're vice chairs of more than one committee. Right. You know, we're like lucky to be a chair. Right. There's 60... 62 Democrats in the assembly. Exhausting. Yeah. So that's fun. So you got to, you got to see who your committee members are, who who you're dealing with here pretty soon. Yes. Yeah. So that should, that should be interesting. And you know, the Senate has a new natural resources chair, um, Senator Dave Min. mm -hmm. Um, And so we're having dinner this week to discuss, you know, he's new to being chair. So it'll be fun to work with him. Yeah. That's kind of the, I guess this, this is the time of year, right? You have what? 30 some new faces. Yes. Getting uh, to know them. Right. Let's have coffee. Let's go for dinner. Yeah. Right. So yeah. How, how is it going meeting the new members and kind of. Yeah. I got to know a lot of them. Have you met them all yet or. In the assembly. Not all. Probably all the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the Republicans. Not all. Right. Uh, but. And I don't think I've met all the new senators yet. Yeah, so just working. So. Working through the list. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot There's of new a lot. people. Yeah. And there hey. will be in 24 too. I think that'll be the next round of people terming out. 
Right. I don't know how many. The, the, the yeah, the leftover from the the twelve class, yeah, right? The people who stayed the actual the 12 full years. twelve years, right? Yeah, yeah. That should be interesting. Um, kind of in, in kind of getting to know these new members. Um, you know what? Like, where where are they at? Are they asking you kind of questions on kind of your subject area, or like? You know, a little bit on, you know, I think there's a lot of interest in climate change and doing something about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's they're very general in in that sense, but also just kind of like, how do I put my key in? You know, all a lot more about the process and knowing what's going on each day. Do you have a new desk mate? Yes. um, Diane Pappen. Okay, so she's a she's a new member. Yeah. From San Mateo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Her her dad was in the assembly. Yeah. So. Uh, so I was like, oh, you must have been here all the time as a kid. And she's like, no, my dad was very strict. He didn't want kids on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you're going to teach me. Wow. Uh, but she, I like her. She's very excited to be here. Oh, great. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of the new members are very enthusiastic and yeah. want to get to work, um, yeah. which is exciting. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, awesome, Luz. Well, thank you so much for taking the time sure. to come and talk with us. And uh, excited to see what uh, you have uh, in store for us this okay. year. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, bye.